0: We're here, uh, looking at the World Cup, um, Ratush, introduce yourself there. Um, hello, guys. You know, I, I
1: am Ratuj, uh, Of course, as the host has already mentioned, I'm from India. Uh, I'm uh, at the moment. I'm working for a a, a company which which and which is a management company, finance management company. But I do a, a little bit of journalism, uh, like on part time basis. I have a blog of my own and I'm really excited to be on the podcast.
0: Oh, very good. Um yeah, I'll give a little introduction to myself. Uh my name's Rory, um from Ireland. Um I'm an engineer and I'm a I guess a like we're, we're doing this segment on a the World Cup, so you know it's obviously the the thing at the moment and I I'm, I'm big into sport myself. Um Soccer and rugby be my thing. Um, so it's a great pleasure to be doing this with you, Ratouche.
1: Yeah, same here, same here. Uh, so, so shall we start? Like, uh, let's, let's review today's games, you know, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah. You know, uh,
1: so well, today's games, you know, they started, and of course, France, Australia was the first game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you look at the game, you, know, you, you normally think, on paper, France uh, you know, is the better side. But they had to struggle.
0: I mean, it was not straightforward, you know, until the last like. No, well, yeah, know. Australia put in a performance. Like, the I think people were kind of doubting them. Maybe France were kind of like they have that their like favorites mentality kind of weighing down on them. Uh, well, one of them, they're like they're not the favorites, but you know they're going to be up there. Thought to be up there. They thought that you know Australia should be a game that um, they should be easily beating. Um. So you know, like it was, it was, it was a strange game. Uh, Australia really put it to them. Um, there were some good chances. France weren't pulling the strings as you as people would think they would. Um, some of the individuals weren't uh, weren't exactly like pulling together as a team, in my opinion.
1: I I think you know, though, uh, you know, when you have say someone like Mbappé and Dembele on the wings, you know, mm. I, I didn't think that they used the width very well. Uh, they should have, uh, you know, I mean, you know, credit to Australia, you know, we will uh, the, the credits where it's due, I mean, Australia was really good, but yeah. uh, I, I feel, I feel, you know, they, probably they should have played uh, like more on the wings uh, rather than getting just, just getting the ball to Pogba and hoping that he's going to uh, you know, sort of penet- uh, penetrate to the center. You know, when yeah. you have got the pace on the wings, you use it. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. if you look, like, I-, I I watched that game and I saw the Australian midfield, you know, Jed Nag especially, you know, yeah, he, Jed was, Nag, yeah. he, was, he was so good. I mean, he plays for Crystal Palace. We know that, you know. Yeah. We have see- seen him in the Premier League. Uh, we know wh- what he can do. But, you know, today, I think he was really good. I mean, I, I didn't expect him to... Uh, Let's okay. He did not boss the midfield, but he put in a shift. He put in a shift, and he made sure that uh, France, France's midfield was sort of, you know, they did not work as efficiently as they should have worked. I think so. You know, Jednak was really good. Aaron Mue was really good. Uh, you know, he he does that for Huddlesfield, You know, he's done that for Australia now. You know, we have seen that. Mm-hmm. I think you know uh, this Australian squad. You know, a uh, little bit. I think they lack uh, a good quality striker. Tim Cahill is one, yeah. but I think he's 36 now, so we can't ex- expect him to play every game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this Australian squad is really good, really good. You know, you know, probably next World Cup, you know, they could probably mount a good challenge, probably get into the round of 16. This World Cup, I don't think so because they don't have goal scorers. But I yeah, will see.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they um, they grow. Um... Yeah, like you're saying, their team are a bit older. Um, they it, it'll be interesting to see maybe what like youth come in this year. Like I'm not, we're not expecting them to really. I don't know progress out of the group much, but you know, with the performances they can do, they could. It could be a surprise. You never really know. Um, with like, we uh, see we got we could see Ryan uh, in goal. We got to see him playing for Brighton this year um, in the Premier League, and. You know, he put in some confident saves here and there. It was it was good, you know, what you what you'd expect from like um a good Premier League goalkeeper. Um but you know, it's still it's still just not quite there. Um but, you know, like if we go on to like France, for instance, I, I, I wasn't as impressed by them. Like they should be like with all these names we're mentioning, you know, they're they're okay players, you know, maybe Whatever, like if they're even playing in the A League in Australia or anything. Um, but with with France, um, we have some absolute world stars who just, you know, you, you thought they were, they should be stringing pat, they like should be dominating a lot more in the field, and they just weren't really.
1: No, I was. I Look, Pogba did score, but I was not impressed a lot by Pogba. You know, hmm. in the midfield, he was sort of getting over and, over and sometimes uh here is the thing you know uh, i think when you got players like pogba you know they've got matuidi uh you know, players like toliso i mean toliso was good for Bayern this season you know when yeah. you got players like that you know you should be dominating australia you know but they did not i mean surprisingly uh the, the midfield was not looking you know that 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 connected I, I i don't know i mean this not feel france you know the way They've been portrayed as as possible uh, as a possible World Cup champ. Not only that, they've been uh, compared to the '98 squad. I mean, the '98 squad had some brilliant, brilliant players. Yeah,
0: so, they did, Yeah.
1: I mean, you look at someone like Zidane, Didier Deschamps, mm-hmm. Karim Benzema. So they had players that connected well, that passed well, that that had a clear plan.
0: this Yeah. Year, France, uh, team, do you think? Do you I, think that might be a bit of uh, Deschamps' fault that maybe he's not given them a clear enough tactics or uh, controls? You know of the team. You know,
1: I, I think so because you know, to be honest, Deschamps is uh, the the manager who is probably under the most pressure in the in this World Cup. I mean, he has to deliver after the Euro yeah. debacle. You know, the loss to Portugal in the final which was, yeah. I, I thought, you know, it was, it was disastrous for, at least for him, as a manager. I mean, if he does not deliver this time around, I think he gets a sack. It's, it's straight, you know. I really think so. I mean, look, this France squad, I, I know they, they are little really young, uh, you know, but still, you know, if, if, if we are to say that uh, these are p- potential World Cup candidates, they must be playing better than better than what they have been playing so far in in the friendlies. You know, you you saw Pogba getting booed. He was getting booed in in Lyon when they played the friendlies. So you know this can't happen in France. You know, if if you if they want to be the World Cup champions, they have to play better than this. You know, they'll get they'll get like they'll then ship in four or five goals if they play the same way against the likes of Germany or Brazil. You saw yeah. the defense. <laughs> What did Umtiti do that? Like what was he doing? What was he thinking? Just to stick out in hand, like that, in the in the air, but you're in the penalty box. You don't do that. That's that cool boy error from France. And Australia had some chances. You know, I think they did not take it because they did not have that the player to make the final pass. But if if they had that probably they would have scored two or three. And if a team like Germany faced France or a team like Brazil, Germany, even Spain, Probably France with ship in goals.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, it, like we, will have to k- kind of see, I guess, when, when they come up against a b- better teams, and um, s- like see what they'll produce. Like, will they? Will they do it? Like, like this in this World Cup? Um, like Pogba, like you were saying, like he was, he was okay. He was stringing a few passes, like balls into Mbappe were good. Um, but Mbappe was—he was making it. He was making fewer runs than he would usually do for Paris Saint-Germain. In my opinion, like um, Griezmann was okay, and like they're—I ba- suppose they're back four—they they weren't challenged too much by Australia. But you know, like we do have to take into account that they like what—what what was Umtiti doing when he handballed? gave that right the handball was it just, I guess it was just an, a mistake, but, you know, like, are they that, is there communication within that back four?
1: I, I think, you know, the, the back four is, I think, too young. Look, I mean, Baran, he is 24, uh, you know, I mean, he seems like a veteran now because he's played uh, so for so many years for Madrid, but, uh, you know, he's still 24. MTT um, blast blasted on to the, to the, Seen uh, this year with Barcelona, uh, the, the right back. I I I didn't even know him till he started for France today. Uh, so they are a very young young defense. I mean, you know, with with such a young defense, a defense, I, I I don't think you know they can sort of you know make a make a deep run into the competition.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: I was just going to say, or it's it's hard to hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I think the connection is not not the best. I think here you know you, you know you have problems. It's late night here, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to
0: you know uh, have a better connection. Okay, uh, that's grand. Um, but yeah, no, like like we we're saying, um, it's uh, like we will have to see um, progression. Like they were just the goals were lucky, you know, um, like a lo- you know. Penalty, Griezmann took it well, but like you know, Mbappe, you know, he kind of he really milked it. Um, and then uh, the the goal which came off your man's leg with Pogba's goal, like it was a very unconvincing French team. And even even when uh, France were over here in Ireland for their friendly, uh, and you now they they dispatched Ireland like Ireland were not playing a very good team and. France were resting a few key players, but you know there a lot of those players were going to be playing. We're, were playing today, you know, apart from maybe Pogba and uh, Griezmann and stuff. But a lot of them were playing today, and I wasn't even that impressed by them there. And they didn't change. I was like, I was like, okay, you know, this is a friendly. You know, they might like they might actually pick it up. They didn't really have to play well either because Ireland were very poor. But I was like, you know, maybe. I hope they'll pick it up for the World Cup but I, there was some players there that played at the same tame level as they did in uh, the in that friendly and I was just like come on guys you know this is the World Cup and they have to start picking it up like
1: you know what i think I, I i think that's the most important aspect of a tournament competition i think picking up uh, from the friendlies and going into the world cup and performing you know on a high level i mean you saw what what spain did i mean spain was not good against uh, you know, tunisia when they played the friendly but against portugal after going down they did turn up they, they took the lead same with portugal same is the case with portugal they were not very good in, in the friendlies drew against tunisia uh, you know uh, struggled against belgium but they turned it up. I mean, Ronaldo comes in and sort of blows it away. I think France has not been able to uh, do that perfectly. Uh, like I, I think so. Uh, and and you know, uh, the all in all, you know, uh, I, I don't think France this uh, France team wins the World Cup. And I, I think it's time for Deschamps to go. I mean, I think after the World Cup. You know, you give uh, the, the, the job to someone uh, that, that France can carry France to, uh, to the 2022 World Cup because the players will be more matured by then. But I think this World Cup, I think, will be the last for the Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I can see exactly why. Like, it's not, you have world stars playing football <laughs> that's below their calibre, like, and... Um, yeah, Zidane is Zidane is available you know he's out there he's he's looking for a job do you never know (laughs) yeah very true yeah maybe Uh, yeah like if you were bringing in Zidane now I would definitely be like you know sorry sorry Didier but like we do someone a lot better than you (laughs) um but yes and I think he will be able to get a very um good like collaboration within those players um like as you see, with this year with Real Madrid in the La Liga, um, he, what Zidane is really good at is cup tournament competitions. Where it comes to yeah, yeah exactly. um, knockouts and on all that. Like with La Liga, they they were okay. You know, they were getting they were doing the usual where they were getting the results against the lower teams, um, and then maybe not so much against the other teams and. So, a league structure is not for him. But, like, if he came into something like this World Cup, I think he could really do it with that French. Um, We're back. uh, And we're going to discuss the Iceland-Argentina game, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I have a question for you. What happened? What just happened? I mean, look, Messi missing the penalty. But uh, how does Iceland even manage to stop... probably the best best player in the world
0: Hmm. like just like that well I think Iceland they're one of those teams that and this is the great thing about you see it in international internationals a lot is they're one of those teams that you know their individual players maybe aren't as good you know but as a team they are brilliant they've such a big heart and that is exactly what they brought into that game like you can see when we were discussing with France and we were saying the lack of uh, team cohesion, you know, that is what they should be looking at what Iceland were doing there. Like that is what they were bringing. And that's exactly how they stopped uh, Argentina and how they stopped Messi. You know, they literally just put in a brilliant performance there. Every time Argentina had the ball, if if you take it and had Argentina, if you stop um, during the game and showing Argentina having the ball. They uh Iceland were uh, lined up perfectly. They're back four, all in place, watching who it was. Messi was tightly marked, and everyone who then uh, came up in an attacking manner was matched, was what was tackled, and that's how they, and they closed them down, shut them out, and that's how they did it.
1: You know I I think uh, I would like to know your opinion. But I think, you know, everybody, every everyone in the team, you know, knew the job, knew what they needed to do at what what moment. So, you know, I, I saw examples where, you know, the Argentine pullback, so they were bombing up and down. And, you know, that's the strategy of Van Paoli, You know, he's been doing it for years. But every time the a, a Argentine fullback uh, so got in the final third, you had one Iceland player on him. And the position was vacated. Of course, it was. And the 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 midfielder, the Iceland's right mid midfielder, would drop in again to cover for the fullback. I mean, yeah. I've never seen. I've never seen this cohesion in in a team. I mean, you know, I've seen some great teams, but defensively, you probably. I mean, it's a, probably it's an overstatement, but probably this is. Uh, probably even in the World Cup, I don't know defensively, I think they're very, very solid. They're very, very good, compact. And, and, and they know what the job is. I don't think a lot of teams have that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, exactly what you're saying. Like, a lot of teams struggle with that. And it's very impressive, you know. It's their first ever World Cup Finals game. And they showed, they showed up other teams. They showed other teams who have won the World Cup before, who are considered a lot better than them, who are are hotly tipped to go a lot further than them. They showed them how to structure your team in a World Cup game. And it was just, it was a brilliant spectacle to watch. And that's exactly how they got uh, a 1-1 draw. Like, um, I know, like, you are going to, it's not going to work out always. Like, Aguero's goal was, Uh, just a bit of solo masterclass, nearly like the way he took it, his composure and how he was, both centre-backs were there and he still managed to bury in the back of the net. So like, you're going to get like, when you do come up against some of those individuals, they are going to score and they are going to do amazing things. But if you close them down, you're going to stop all those opportunities from happening. And there wasn't many, there was a lot less than you would have thought from an Argentinian team.
1: I think the Aguero goal was the only only instance where I think he had some space inside the box. Yeah. Other than that, I, I I did not see Aguero doing doing a lot. You know, even uh, look, Messi was dropping deep, and that's about it. You know, you <laughs> know, had some shots, uh, you know, from outside the box on the 18-yard area. You know, did not trouble the keeper a lot. Uh, other players. Which were highly tipped, you know. I thought who who uh, Sampoli should have used earlier was was uh, Banega. Ever Banega. He came on on and half time. You know, he sort of changed the game a little bit, but again, he was not given any space. Every other Argentine player was was uh, who was in the box was marked tightly. You know, no spaces for them. I think. Iceland was, was good, but I think uh, Argentina uh, sort of shot them themselves in the foot. You know they had the chances. Messi had the, had the penalty. You know he should have scored it. I mean it's easy to say it, but I think Messi should have. Um, well, you know, do you think that was a penalty? I, I, I felt it was rather soft.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It was soft. Like it, it's this gray, like. These are in such a grey area, you know. Um, did he get contact with them? Yes, yeah. but did he? Was there a lot of force behind it to give a penalty? Not really. So it's it's definitely put into the penalty grey area. Like you can see how it wouldn't be given as a penalty because yeah, exactly. it looks like he really like, um, you know, tried to definitely make it a penalty. Like he. I fell over really, and like not, not not enough force for you to fall over. But um, did he get contact with him? Yes. So it's really hard to tell. Like, I, um, well, look, it was a penalty, and Messi stepped up, and it was an outstanding save. So,
1: well, I think it's you know the most amazing thing is the Iceland the Iceland goalkeeper is a film director. You know, he does that in, in his uh, off-seasons, you know. I just read that, that, I read that on Twitter. I was like, oh, wow, I mean, that's great. Uh, you know, this team, you know, Iceland team, apart from probably Gilfi Sigurdsson and, and Gunnarsson, I, I don't see the, uh, a lot of uh, very technically gifted players. But <laughs> as a unit, as a, as a cohesive unit, as a defensive unit, I think they are a super, super team. As a unit, they're good individually. I I don't know. It, is one of uh, my favorite players. But apart from him, I, I don't see where the goals come from. But if if they get get out of the group stage, you know they might do a Euro again. You know you saw them beat England in the Euros. You know who who knows? They might be the Costa Rica of 2014.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like I, you know. I couldn't tell you who most of those Icelandic players are. I do know, um, Aaron Gunnarsson, uh, the centre midfielder who, uh, played for Cardiff. Um, and he was instrumental in Cardiff's, uh, promotion this year. And like, and you know, that, that's, that's saying something like a world cup player who played his football in the English championship. Um, and he was brilliant today. Like he was playing like uh, a, a top top player at a World Cup final. So it's a lot about these uh, Icelandic players.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, if, if you see the Iceland goal, you know the way the way they scored. You know, you you look at Sigurd Sigurdsson. He had the ball, uh, did a step over or two, put the ball in, and the ball goes in the back of the net. You know, so this team plays through Gjert Sigurdsson, and we and we know that, mm, you know. Yeah. And, and yet, so look, if, if if you know, there's only one player in in the in the squad, in in the Iceland squad, that that's gonna produce something. Why doesn't Argentina deal with him? I mean, I I think they should have. They did not, uh, because apart from that that moment, I think uh, Iceland did not attack. Uh, they yeah. Were, I think too short. They had two shots probably that looked threatening, uh, and and the way, I think the long throws that they take in, you know, I, I don't, I didn't see anything uh, other than that which was threatening the the goal. I mean, threatening the Argentine defense, and yet we see them getting a draw, scraping out a draw. I mean, this is fantastic, you know. You have that sort of uh, uh, underdog, you know. You support the underdog, right? and I, I do, and you know. I, here I was really really happy. To see uh, Iceland, you know, scrape out a draw, I and mean, this, is, this is big for them uh, in 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 perspective of getting out of the group. I mean, I think they can if they, yeah. if they
0: beat, beat Nigeria or Croatia. They put a big big chance. Yeah, like, like you know, Argentina are you know favorite overwhelming favorites to to win the group, right? And so what you're going for is. Uh, a draw against the team who are overwhelming favourites. Um, yeah. on a, then go and try beat uh, Nigeria, and then, uh, you know, maybe get even if like a draw. A draw would a draw against Croatia would get through? I don't know. It depends, obviously, how they do. But
1: you I, know, I we, know, five points sometimes that's enough. You know, you've seen teams with five points go through. Uh. Uh, look, I mean, they they did beat Croatia in the qualifiers, didn't they? Iceland. I think home at home they did beat Croatia. Yes, they have beaten Croatia already in the qualifiers. So we mm. have seen that happen, right? And it's not uh, you know out, out out of the blue if, if we see that happening again. I mean, I see Iceland beating Croatia. I see Iceland beating Nigeria. They can do that if they can shop Messi. They can shop probably anybody in the world.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, like, even, like, watching uh, the Croatia-Nigeria game right now, um, I-, I can see that, like, they're not... That Croatia team are not um, as structured as that Icelandic team. Now, I've yet to see a, a team nearly as structured as that Icelandic team. Um, I thought Portugal were very structured, in my opinion, although they did leak three goals, but I, I thought they were actually quite structured. Um, but... Yes, like even saying it now, I, you never know. They I, Iceland might just get uh, a goal, that I, they, and then they can might hold Croatia to one 0 win. Maybe I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean you know, that, that's possible. You know, again, as you've mentioned about uh, Croatia, you know, M- Modric has been playing you know, like he's spring deep, and he's not been able to affect the uh, affect. The, the, the Croatian attacks, And if, if Modric is not going to uh, be a part of your attacks, I don't think Croatia, you know, can can score a lot. I mean, uh, yes they've scored today, they've scored uh, but I think Modric, Modric needs to get uh, a little bit more involved, you know, or unless, you know, I, I don't see them uh, making past probably around the machine if they're lucky to get there too.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Uh, And about your point about the Portugal game, uh, you say the Portuguese, uh, you know, the midfield was quite organized and I agree with that. Uh, Just a question, do you think that uh, the the Costa goal, the first Costa goal should have been disallowed because probably he elbowed Pepe in the face? I mean, now, I know Pepe is a master of the dark art, but (laughs) uh, do you? Do you think that that should have been uh, whistled? You know? the whistle should have uh, blown away.
0: Oh yeah, it, it, I I think so. Yes, um, it was a direct elbow. You know, and um, I I Costa cost has a bad reputation. You know, um, and we all know that. Like he, the cynical fouls he made uh, all the time, and p- people see him more like. Uh, when he was playing with Chelsea and he, so yes knowing see, seeing the the elbow and knowing Costa I think it should have been blown
1: okay so I mean because this has caused a lot of uh, you know this is this has divided uh, uh, people on, on, on social media on this particular situation that you know was that a foul or not so of course you know even I mean I thought that was a foul uh, and it, it should have gone but of course, you know, so do you think the VAR thing is it's not working? You know, I, I have always opposed it. Uh, last you like, like uh, we are out of time, but uh, your last uh, view on a VAR is have has that helped? Uh, you know, the referees because I feel there is more confusion.
0: I would disagree with you. I really, I really like VAR. Um, I, I think because like. In other sports, it's worked really well. And I think that's why it was brought in. Um, and I know I know it slows up the game, but you have players rolling around the floor anyway, slowing down the game, you know, that's just soccer. And yeah. so I, I actually, I like it. I think that some key decisions um, that would cause a lot of controversy um, can be cleared up using VARN. It, we, we should we're moving like with technology we should be using utilizing it uh, in the game of football so
1: um, i think that's
0: i think that's it for this one yeah, yeah.